0: I'm going to need you to talk me through. <laughs> How could this possibly go?
1: Yeah. You've made me <laughs> laugh and you've shit me up. This fucker sold me on this book so hard. There's a map at the beginning. I ain't reading it. This? No, we don't
0: talk about it. We completely and utterly fucking ignore (laughs) bastards. (laughs) People out there are going, what the fuck?
1: This is the stuff I want to hear from a podcast.
0: (laughs) I fucking loved it. I thought it was brilliant.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to a little Christmas bonus treat for you from your favourite two crones, myself, Annette. And Shell. And Shell. We uh, we are speaking to you from Pauly Towers today because both of us have had vicious, vicious 100-day cough bouts. I think that's what they're calling it, isn't it, Shell, at the minute? It's what they're calling it over here, yeah, the hundred-day 100-day, 100-day cough and oh my i think i think michelle's actually exceeded that <laughs> yeah it's it feels like it <laughs> <laughs> there is going to be a lot of mutley laughter there may be a, a weird breaks where we've had coughing fits michelle's had to edit out <laughs> but we do not want to let you guys down because this is uh, going to be out on Christmas Day, I think, isn't it, Shell, this episode? Yes, for anyone who's hiding from the family. <laughs> Not that we're going to be doing that or anything at all. <laughs> we might be trying, but I doubt we'll succeed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it a bloody good go, darling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we thought for this um a Christmas episode we'd have a bit of a, a, a look at things that we've been reading and listening to that haven't always necessarily been on the podcast and um, we may have mentioned yep. them but nothing we've actually reviewed so um, yeah and just it, it gives you guys some other options during like if, if you're off during the holidays or you're kind of a loose end for something to do. Here, we've just got a couple of suggestions, the things that we've really enjoyed throughout the year might help occupy the time or give you an excuse to, you know, plug in the earphones and ignore the family for a bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we give you permission. Full permission. <laughs> so um, I think, should we start with, uh, what, some books that we've enjoyed this year, Shell? Yeah, let's
0: do it. Go for it.
1: All right, well, I'm going to say... Shall I go through my whole list? Yeah. 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 Let's let's just do it. Do it. it. Do it. Do it. 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 Right, well, um, if you listened to our previous episode, which was 12 Ghosts, we had our guests Tab and Tiff from Still Out O'Banshees. That was so much fun today. You guys should definitely give it a listen. But uh, Tiff mentioned... Yeah. (laughs) Tiff mentioned a book that I actually suggested on a Stiletto Banshees episode, um, which uh, Michelle and I actually came across at the same time, but separately. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Uh, And it is um, found an anthology of found footage horror stories. Yeah, well, again, it's one of those, uh, immediately we we were just drawn to the artwork on the front of this book. (laughs) Never judge a book by its cover unless it's absolutely fucking gorgeous like this book. <laughs>
0: in, in which case do. Yeah, do it. Do it.
1: No, it does. It looks like one of those old like VHSs that you used to do multiple recordings on as a as a yep. kid. Yep. Um and it has like a, a and I say a plethora, I mean a plethora of uh, modern day <laughs> horror writers. I mean, they range from anything from like a um like a te- a bunch of texts that take up about like 20 yep. pages to like uh, like a paragraph story. It's just there's so much there. And the joy of this book is you, you don't have to dedicate too much time to it. Like if if you're kind you of... You
0: can do it bite-sized, can't you?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's entirely up to you how much you do and do not read at a single time. Even if you've got like, a, I've got a couple of spare minutes, i Bitboard bit bored. Um, just flick through find a story you can always there's no order to it there's no rhyme or reason nope. you can literally just mark it off like oh I've read that you know get your um I love these new things that I've yep. discovered this year because obviously we're embracing the the book nerd world and it's those little um <laughs> tapered pieces of paper Michelle it's like post-its but like mini. Oh, I know the ones you mean yes. I'm, I'm so, yeah yeah I'm showing, showing them to show. so they're like mini post-it things and you just peel them off and mark off the ones you've already read so you know you don't have to worry about oh yep. god where was I and, 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 it, and they look pretty on there too and it makes you feel all proper grown up.
0: <laughs> and Just to note it have you tried the clear post-it notes that you can put in there and you can write over there they are just post-it notes but they're completely transparent and you can write on them so it's like writing in the book without writing in the book
1: okay they okay awesome now i know what's <laughs> going on my uh amazon wish list for my birthday and w- it's wicked you can circle stuff
0: highlight, oh, i like and bits like it's brilliant and then because you if you're a bit odd like me i don't
1: i don't like writing in books even if they're no. textbooks
0: you just whip the post-it note out
1: Ta-da! oh my god that is the hardest thing anyone's ever told me <laughs> 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 oh my god i'm getting a sweat on oh and it's not the fever (laughs) (laughs) they're very cool yeah but yeah so yeah um this this book um features some of the authors we've even read before um and even if you haven't read any of them i think you're definitely going to want to look up a lot of them in the future i don't think i came across a, a dud story in that book no i liked them all yeah i mean normally there's at least one that's like meh but no not at all because because i spaced it out so much because i knew i could I didn't give myself too much time to compare the different stories yeah so i could just enjoy them for what they were so it's a great all-rounder that you could just stretch out for the year yeah so that's one of my top recommendations um my good choice Thank you. My top Kindle one I've done this year was uh, Maggie's Grave by David Sodergren. Sodergren is his name. <laughs> yeah, it's S O D E R G R E N, Sodergren. Sodegren. So he's yep. done like a ton of um, horror stories, I think that are all like Amazon Kindle exclusives. Yep. And this was the first one I read, which is Maggie's Grave. And it's one of those. All of his are set like in the wilds of Scotland or small, really small villages in Scotland, but modern time. Yeah. And uh, this yeah. one in particular is uh, the story of a extremely small town where the population of uh, young people numbers four and one baby. And yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, the history of the um, woman named Maggie who was. Um, killed in days of yore by a bunch of evil bastards who persecuted (laughs) her as being a witch and then it's kind of like her being brought back and ceremonies it's it's fodder we've all had Mm -hmm. but it's done with Is it done well it's been done well it's got that kind of great scottish kind of humor to it quite yeah yeah dry a bit dark catches you off guard um the I mean, and if you love your your horror, as in more your like slasher style horror, yep, you know a bit more blood and gore, you'll definitely enjoy it for that as well. Um, but yeah, no, they're really good, and I've actually got one of his books on on our list for next year, which I won't spoil yet. But um, Ooh. I would definitely, if you've got Kindle Unlimited, I'd definitely give him a try. Um, I, I'm constantly seeing them in people's lists of like recommended and in particular the one Absolutely. we're going to be reading next year so that's why I saved that one
0: excellent like yes. it like it
1: like it um, my and then I have two more there's uh, my one uh, of the year and then there is the one I'm currently reading my one of the year I'm going to go with first which I've talked to you about before Michelle is the September house by Carissa Orlando. Now, that's because it just completely caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting it to be any good. I just thoroughly enjoyed the story. That's the one about the couple who buy the house that has a history, and every September the Wall's down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure if any of you are on TikTok listening to this, you will have seen this mentioned in many, many Mm. lists or discussed. Even on Facebook, it's taken by Storm on all the book groups. Mm. So like literally is okay. yeah, as Halloween came around, it was just like constantly on my feed. September House, September. We're all giving it a try. And I think the other big one this year was all hallows. And what I'm gonna say is after after those were released, September House was the only one that people were consistently talking about. And it was for a very good reason. It's a great starter to the spooky season to get you in the mood for it mm-hmm. all. So Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I I would probably say save it for like next September just before you're getting ready for Halloween. (laughs) Make it a Halloween read. Yeah, you're warm for the season and then you're doing yourself a proper treat. Because as we learned from Tab, you've got to make it an event.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just don't have her (laughs) self-restraint.
1: No, but but I honestly, it will be worth it as a great kickoff to your spooky season, that book. And And then my last one, bookwise is what I'm currently reading now I'm kind of going through a phase um where I'm kind of stepping away from horror um outside of the podcast I know it's quite (laughs) scary um you know I'm starting to explore different books but this one I've been actually I've had on my list for a very long time that I wanted to read and I'd seen it on a tv program which the name escapes me unfortunately um It was a recommendation and it's called Take My Hand by um, Mm -hmm. Dolan Perkin Valdez. And it is a semi-fictional account of um, events that happened in um, Montgomery, Alabama in 1973, um, which is based on the story of two sisters in the book, they're called the Williams sisters. And Mm -hmm. it's, they were in the, in the book, they are 11 and a 13 year old girl who girls who um, are forced to, without their knowledge consent to have um, um, hysterectomies. Right. Uh, But the whole, the whole, so it's not a big surprise because if you, it's kind because of, it is related to actual events that happened. And this was... a Yeah. Yeah. So in the United States, I I want to say the right word, is it euthanogenics, I think is the word. So what happened in 70... So in 1973, it was discovered that the US government, well, it had been going on for donkey's years, actually, since the early two, 1900s, that there was a yeah. law that if somebody was deemed like um insane or a danger to society Mm -hmm. that they could be stopped from permanently having children um because they did it in the asylums over here didn't they well yeah that's where initially it started in the states as well so it started up so those it was people that were institutionalized and things like that but then um these things weren't really taken off this when you started looking at the numbers it was very dis- mm. where it started off mostly aimed at men like rapists and people yep. like that it became disproportionately towards women yeah. and then disproportionately to the poor people of different yeah. ethnic backgrounds yeah. um did the um disabled uh, just anyone yeah. um they want uh, and so it's and that that's been going on for donkey's years. And then this point, mm. this this um in the book, it's a young nurse who comes out, uh, a a young black nurse who's just graduated, come from a a rather well-to-do family who are all like professionals, and yep. she goes to work at a um, family planning clinic, and she they they're all given families to work with. She was being given these two girls. Uh, at 11 and 13 and told that she's to give them uh, birth control injections, which she found very yep. strange, considering the fact when she finds out one of them isn't even menstruating, why the hell is she giving her Yeah. birth control? And then it leads, and you know, as, as the story unfolds and she becomes close to this family, she doesn't feel it's right and she stops giving them the injections and then the, yep. the head nurse at the clinic, overrides her and uh, then takes the girls to a hospital to have their um, have their tubes tied, but they cauterize the wound so it, can, it can't be reversed.
0: Yeah. Yep. So,
1: I mean, th- that's not new because obviously it, this is a real story that's happened to these two sisters in real life, obviously some of the parts have to be fictional for for the sake of story, um, Mm -hmm. but it and it goes on to the the aftermath of all of this, and it is one of the most heartbreaking, heart wrenching. Like, I mean, you know how I go off when I'm I'm listening to a story. Uh, I was in the middle of town. When, the, when that hospital scene happened, walking into a shopping mall to buy Christmas cards. And I'm like, my shoe's like, squeak, what? <laughs> Almost <laughs> at the top of my lungs. Like, oh, God, control yourself in there. Oh, God. Oh, God, you're making a scene. <laughs> Never mind if it warranted a scene. Honest. It's like, I, 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 had, to, I had to pause it. I, I cannot look at Christmas cards and listen to this bit at all it's not right no i honestly it's one of the probably out best written no not even outside of horror one of the best written books i think i've I've listened to in a very very long time it's so well done it's so and the relevance of what's happening in the world today is startling um i would definitely
0: circle don't we
1: yeah i mean if you, it, you everyone should on, give this book a go honestly it, it is so cool. eye-opening um and i i really would love to read more by this author i mean i know i'm banging on about it because it's because i'm in the middle of it all so it's you're, you're feeling it you're feeling it. i really am so yeah def i you need to give this a go it, for something outside of horror this is definitely my top recommendation of the year for sure. So okay. that's Take My Hand by Dolan Perkins Valdez. All right. So that's all Lovely. my books. I need to give my voice a rest because my voice is going already. You can hear <laughs> and you it. And I'm did. you didn't cough. I'm
0: impressed. You didn't cough. I was trying not to interrupt. I was like,
1: don't ruin the flow. Don't ruin the flow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm going to hand over to you and give my little voice a rest.
0: Um, okay, book wise, I would like to talk Audible. I listened to The Fireman by Joe Hill, read by the amazing, sexy as fuck Kate Mulgrew.
1: Oh well, we know why you initially read that book. Listen to that book there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I will say that her, I, you know, I do love her, do love her tones, but her British accent in it isn't particularly great. But it's worth listening anyway, and it's a really, really good story. It's an uh, end-of-world sort of turnout.
1: Um, and I like Joe Hill anyway.
0: I don't know if you do. I, um,
1: I haven't read it. Pro- I'm, I'm like Nosferatu, I, I lent to my father, and he never gave it back to me.
0: is <laughs> really, really cool. Um, so the the fireman is nobody knew where the virus came from. It was written before COVID, by the way. Fox News said it had been let, set loose by ISIS using spores that had been invented by the Russians in the 80s. Um, Sources indicated it might have been created by engineers and stolen by a culty Christian type fixated on the books of Revelation. CNN reported both sides and while every TV station debated the case, the world burnt. It was absolutely brilliant. I loved it. Um, It really had, if you've read The Road, it kind of had that kind of end of the world vibe about
1: it. Very bleak, that one. Um,
0: Yeah, um, that was pretty good. And it was read by Kate Mulgrew, so, you know, we need to big that one up.
1: (laughs) Always. Um,
0: Always, always. Um, The other one, a Kindle read for me was Blackwater, The Complete Saga. And that was by Michael McDowell. I keep going to say Malcolm, but it isn't. It's Michael McDowell. Um, And this was so fun. It was written in 1983. It was done in segments. Um, and it's, it's based in Alabama. We must have had an Alabama moment. Oh, we did. <laughs> uh, and Elema, Eleanor is a stranger who arrives under mysterious circumstances on Easter Sunday 1919. On the surface, she's gracious, charming, uh, anxious to belong in the town and eager to mar- marry Oscar the eldest son of the first family of the town. But her beautiful exterior hides a shocking secret. Beneath the waters of the river, she turns into something terrifying, a creature whispered about in stories that have chilled the residents of the town for generations. Some of those who observe her rituals in the river will never be seen again. Loved it. It was brilliant. It was the right balance between trash and... (laughs) classic gothic horror it was really really good it it's um it won a shirley jackson award well um yeah it, it was really really good It says basically this woman appears she wants to marry this guy um who's from this really rich family but she yes, yeah, she is not all that she seems it was very very cool highly recommend it awesome um and then there is uh engelby by Sebastian Fawkes. Now, I don't know if anyone's read The Collector by John Fowles. If you haven't, you should. It's it's really, really good. It's um, It reminded me of that. It's got those sort of vibes. Uh, it's, welcome to Mike Ingleby's world, deep in the hallowed halls of an esteemed English university. Mike is one of the only working class boys amongst the privileged masses. He's also different, starkly so, but able to observe it all. But observations st- soon tips into obsession when his fixation on fellow student jennifer goes missing what has he overlooked this is a cult classic is what it's listed at it was so good so so good it's basically uh, this guy engelby is telling you the story of someone going missing and you're starting to realize that he's not all he seems he's a little bit batshit crazy um, and some of those around him aren't what they seem either. It was really, really good. So that one I would recommend. That sounds really fascinating, that one, actually. It was, if you liked The Collector, if you, haven't, if you haven't read The Collector, you really need to read The Collector by John Fowles. Um, but, Annette, you're going to be quite pleased with this one. Oh, hang on. My last recommendation is We Sold Our Souls by Grady Hendrix. <gasps> ah! Grady! <laughs> Booyah! Grady! Ooh-ha-ha! Oh, I loved it. I Did you? Right. So yeah, female guitarist, rock band, hit the bottom of the pile. So gone a bit wrong for her. Turns out she might have sold her soul without realizing it to be famous, but she resisted. And there's all this stuff with the contracts. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, if you are a bit of a metal head and you're a bit of a horror fan, this is a defo, <laughs> defo recommendation. <laughs> Um, but my book of the year, as I, I anyone who hasn't listened to our episode on Babalanka because it was quite long, because I got a little bit obsessed. My book of the year remains Babalanka. Ah, I knew it wasn't going to shift. It didn't shift at all. I was so pleasantly surprised by it. Um, that yeah, no, if you're going to read one book that I've recommended or that I've I've done this year. It's, it's Babalanka by Sarah England.
1: Oh, excellent. That's my books. So, we've covered our books. How about podcasts? Have you had any podcasts that you've been listening to this year? Yes, yes, yes. yes you know I have, yes. <laughs>
0: um, so, my three most recent are The Warning Woods,
1: okay which
0: are lovely i've been trying to go with bite size you see yes um so, so you can pick them up you can put them down it's only an episode at a time so you've got the warning woods uh by miles i think i'm going to say it right trittle okay t-r-i-t-l-e mm-hmm. um they are all little bite-sized horrors some of them are creepy as fuck um highly recommend it um they range anything from 20 minutes up to an hour and a half. So you've got a nice mix of time ranges as well. Um, yeah, absolutely love it. Warning Woods, definitely recommend it. The other one, so it's yeah. called The gray Yard Shift with Mr. Davis. And it's by someone called Dustin Davis. Um, and that's very, very cool. Um, it's basically, they call them no sleep stories to help you get through those long night shifts. But they're really, really cool. And there's a bit of crackling in the background. And again... They are standalones and they range anything from 20 minutes up to a couple of hours. They're fab. Some of them are very dark, very twisty, and some of them are quite just creepy. Really, really recommend that. Very soothing voice as well. Uh, the guy who does the graveyard shift, uh, I'm, which would be Dustin, you just you can just lay there and listen to his voice for hours. <laughs> very, very soothing. Um, and I've also got a fun little one that I've just found which is called The Antiquarium of Sinister Happenings.
1: Oh, I like that title.
0: Yeah. It's sort of standalone, but not standalone. So the running theme is you've got a dude in an antique shop and someone walks in to buy something and he tells them about the history of the object and it's never what it seems, always dark and twisty. And he always makes a point of saying, by the way, we don't do exchanges or refunds. Consequences are yours. Um, and they're really quite random I mean there was one of them in there which was really quite like okay didn't expect that uh, the woman with no with, with no face so she's got a removable oh. face yeah so they're all quite dark and twisted but that one is um, definitely worth a recommend the only other one which is not a standalone but it's definitely worth checking it out um, is called it's called Bridgewater so That familiar. You've heard about the Bermuda Triangle? Yes. Yeah, this is the Bridgewater Triangle, which is in these forests, rocky place in America, and it's all to do with cryptoids and creepy-ass shits happening. People wander in and get lost, and then there's a guy that's gone missing, and his son's in the story, and then he thinks he's dead, but then all of a sudden, however many decades later, the dad reappears, and he hasn't aged a day. And he's saying he's been trapped in this void. It was really, really good, and there's lots of other character stuff going on around the edges of that as well. So Bridgewater definitely recommend that one as well. That's my my four most recent top suggests go for.
1: You? Well, to be honest, I think I've kind of let myself down this year to, when it comes to podcasts because. I know. I know. I know you were really high pitched. I could, the voice is
0: still crackling. Okay, I'm, I'm going from this to this. sound like a teenage boy whose voice is breaking.
1: Oh, don't make me laugh. I'll go into a fit. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, don't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, because we, obviously this year it feels like I've been doing more non-podcast books outside. Yep. Um, on audio so kind of I, when we've had gaps rather than listening to a podcast I've been listening to books um so oh, that's the
0: beauty of podcasts isn't it you can pick them up and put them down
1: oh definitely but the thing is it's like my my mainstay is just really like trash like when I say <laughs> trash I'm talking about like post housewives discussion podcasts just <laughs> because i don't know anybody else I've, i have you know i i've held my hands up and i admit it. i watch real housewives it's my daily little secret do, do you i do i really <laughs> yeah it's I, i'm shocked i'm genuinely shocked no i do it's because it I don't have to think, I don't have to concentrate, I don't hang out with people. But you don't have to think or concentrate when you stare at a wall. i no, stare at the wall. Yeah, but no, but the wall doesn't have, like, bitchy fights and arguments that I can sit there and popcorn listen to. Because I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I absolutely love it. That's what it is. <laughs> you, su- you still surprise me, I
0: love it.
1: <laughs> after all these years no i i, I cuz you know i i one of my cheap thrills in life is watching people fight like women proper catty arguing i love it as long as i'm not involved and i can sit back and judge i fucking love it i'm a messy bitch like nightmare. that <laughs> so if i'm feeling shit i'll just sit back and pop one of them on and what and then because i'm that sad I've got no one I can talk to about it. I'll listen to a podcast where they're bitching. I was like, yeah, they get it. What a bitch she was. <laughs> fucking deserved it. Now,
0: as as much as you as I love you, and I will read books and watch films <laughs> and things like that that you you want to watch, and I I'm not particularly feeling. I will do that for you. Oh no, <laughs> because I know that you do it for me. Yeah, but I draw the fucking line <laughs> at Desperate Housewives. <laughs> I, just, oh, no. I can't do it i'm sorry
1: i don't expect anyone to do it i don't expect like i i've had <laughs> this for years that like, i wouldn't doubt like andy would catch me watching like you tell anyone i watch this shit i will kill you <laughs> but i gave i gave grounds for divorce yeah and i, I gave up caring um because I, I like fuck I've, it 40s exactly fuck it 40s it was like yeah i watch that garbage and it's 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 my fodder it's like you know, I like seeing people making messes of themselves so I can feel better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's no shame okay. in it. Yeah. So uh, uh, there's been a lot of listening to that shit, uh, but there have been a couple of actual quality things that I have listened to um, right. throughout the year. Um, but rather than being bite-sized like yours, where these are quite, these are like you have to follow through. Um, yeah. Apart from the first one, I haven't. There's one that I want to get into. I haven't started it yet. And this was actually a recommendation from um, Andy, and it's called The Sounds of Nightmares, a Little Nightmares podcast. Now, have are okay. you familiar? Are you familiar with the game Little Nightmares?
0: I have played it. I do like it. Yeah. Right.
1: So it's it's a like uh, separate story. I think it's like separate stories every week, but with a through line mm-hmm. based on the Little Nightmares game.
0: Oh, see, that sounds cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, we tried to listen to it in the and It was like, yeah, this is not going to work. It's you need to have earphones. <laughs> no, because you couldn't okay. hear it properly because a lot of the sound is quite subtle. I think it's more of one of the, like those immersive styles.
0: Yep, yep.
1: So it's definitely uh, in a quiet room with your earphones on and just get into the mood with it. But from what I've read about it, it looks really cool. Um. But I think they're all available now as well. Um, I've rediscovered this one that I listened to. Um, I think it's in its third series. I listened to the first two a while ago. I think they would, one was done in the midst or the end of COVID and the other one had been before yeah. it. So there's quite a d- proportionate gap between them. And it's uh, the Lovecraft Investigations. I don't know if you've heard of that one. So, no, I haven't. So what it is, it's kind of like two um, podcast makers. It, it, it's it, it's like a like a more of a, a play, and mm-hmm. they um are like solving mysteries or whatever. But um it is focused kind of like on one mystery per season, but it kind of has a yep. through line through all of them, and each season is based on a different Lovecraft mm-hmm. book
0: oh no see i like the sound of that
1: yeah yeah um i went to dive in when the because the third season i didn't even know the third season was coming out and it'd been so long since i'd heard the second one it's i'm like and they do say at the beginning if you haven't listened to the other two please listen to them before because you're missing out on so much backstory And I was like, do you know what? It has been that long. So I'm going to start them afresh. And I'm just, I think I'm going to burn through them over Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really looking. I I know it was good. And they had some, like, um, little Easter egg episodes that would pop out of nowhere. Very creepy. Mm -hmm. Very creepy. But great for this time of year. Very wintry, spooky. Yeah, definitely recommend that one. Lovely. Okay. Um, And I think, oh, one more I want to mention, I think it's called the Manahawk or Manatawk Caves. And that is another Mm. one. (gasps) I've listened to those this year. I forgot about them. They're really good. Mm. Yes. Now, that was the first time I experienced the 3D. Um, immersive oh, sound. Yeah, no, that was, I, I forgot I listened to that. It was good. Yes. Yes. Yay. yay! I've, I've <laughs> won her back around. I lost her at Housewives. I won her with caves.
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's the story of a guy who goes back to his hometown where there was this incident happened where three boys uh, had gone into a cave when he was younger um two yep. of them disappeared and only one of them came back and then it's him yep. going back to his hometown to revisit what really happened there yeah is the gist of it but it's so well done it's another one of those i Heart radio uh productions i think uh, was that the one that in association with bloom house i think
0: yeah the only the
1: only thing that i
0: ever find with that
1: is the the advert yes
0: i did find the midpoint advert i get why they do it um I just I, and I totally accept adverts it's just you get so engrossed and then you get an advert and they'd be like could you not do it at the
1: end or the beginning I know. or not at a crucial point I know but yeah no that yeah that one um well that's a double chrome recommendation out of nowhere yeah I forgot about that one it was
0: good (laughs) it's got really cool cover art hasn't it you know it's the red background with a yeah
1: and it is it's so it's so good it's so creepy and fascinating because it blends that that kind of true crime element that you you kind of like with with that with the aspects of horror so yeah it covers a couple of bases there so you're not kind of stuck in one realm but yeah no it's good and it's uh, very good it is a jaw dropper it's so good and i mean jaw mouth draw yeah. not drawers as in underwear not that kind we're not <laughs> that kind well. of show <laughs> not yet anyway <laughs> uh, so um i'm go- i'm gonna throw something out there that from ones that we've actually done um throughout mm-hmm. the year on the podcast but i didn't actually do it was when we were doing our summer shuffle the book that i've taken Mm. away to and i haven't started yet but it is i have it it is in the tbr and uh it's your recommendation of stone blind by natalie haynes yes (laughs) Yes. yep you completely sold me on that book um and i I don't think
0: alone for the book is just fantastic
1: I mean, do you want to do you want to tell the people what it's briefly about again in case they don't remember
0: it's basically a retelling of the famous medusa uh the for, and the greek gods only it's told um, i mean it was described as uh, feminist rage because it's told from the point of view of the women within the book uh, and all of those tales and how they are all playthings of the gods how medusa isn't an evil person um and how Perseus is a dick,
1: <laughs> yeah, <pretty much.
0: laughs> basically, um, you know, and it, it tells you, it, it puts it, it makes sense as well. An example would be, so uh, he goes up to see the crones I don't anyone who isn't familiar with it. They've got one eye that they share and they've got one tooth and they're nasty and they eat people. You know, no one's saying that they're wonderful and they're heavenly and they're angels. But what he does is he tricks them into giving him the eye and the tooth. And instead of returning it to them when he gets the information that he wants, he throws it away, which and, and everyone just thinks, yeah, yeah, hero, hero. But what he's ultimately doing is leaving three old crones vulnerable, blind and starving because mm-hmm. they can't eat without the single tooth. Um, another good line in it, which I did say in the podcast, so it's it's not too much of a spoiler if you've already listened to the podcast, is there is a section where you get... Um, the perspective of Medusa's snakes. So the snakes on her head are having a conversation. Mm. Um, And it's after she's had her her head chopped off. And this is the line that will always haunt me. One snake says to the other, you know, um, she was awake when he he came in. And the other one goes, no, she wasn't. Yes, she was. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. Well, then why didn't she open her eyes and turn him to stone? And the other snake turns around and says, because she wouldn't kill him. So that tells you... Mm -hmm. The, you know who Medusa is, and it's about her sisters, who are these really scary gorgons. But they raise her, and they learn how to bake bread and stuff like that over time. It it was it was really really good. I'm glad you're going to read it. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean from that, I mean how can you resist after what Michelle's just described it as? It's like I had to get it. It's on there. <laughs> <laughs> so, had to be done. Had yeah. And like I'm so I, glad. I well like I said, I'm I'm coming. I think in 2024 is my year of embracing non horror outside of the podcast. Oh, exciting. It is. Yes, 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 yes. Well, <laughs> if you think that's exciting, I've got really fucking exciting news for you now, darling.
0: You're not pregnant, are you?
1: No, Christ no. <laughs> I, was just, I was just wow. <laughs> well what a what a time to
0: announce that. That's what I was thinking. I was like, surely not now
1: on the podcast. Talk about Grand Reveal. <laughs> no. No, this is this is bigger. <laughs> this is bigger than it's me. Big, to bigger? Be, yeah, this is bigger. You're getting a fur, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, it has been a main staple of this podcast from day dot that there are certain mm. things I will not do. <laughs> and certain things I will not read. In fact, it's so much so that it is in the opening credits of the podcast, it a is. certain thing yeah. I'm not going to do. <laughs> And that I is nowhere we're going. <laughs> and since this is the year of embracing outside of horror, yep. I have purchased a book that starts mm-hmm. with a map. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I'm not go- I'm An not o- going old. It's a new one. <laughs> You ain't getting me back to Lord of the Rings or do or <laughs> any of that shite. It's not. Right, it's good. <laughs> I'm not gone. I'm not gone that deep. No, I've, I've um, and I'll probably get Give judged. It time. I'll be, <laughs> I'll probably be judged for it because I don't know. I think it's more considered young adult than fantasy, but it's it's both. And it's fourth wing. There's no judgement here. Yeah, it's uh fourth wing, and I forget what her name is. Something Yaros. I can't see it because the room's pitch black and I'm, I'm not getting up to turn the light on. Um, but no uh, it's it's <laughs> definitely one of those uh, the second books out are Ready's Iron Flame. I mean the names alone mm-hmm. made me want to fucking heave but because it's just not me. No, it's not me. So I think they sound cool. No, but it's not but it's like everything I would like uh, away from. but no I have so why did you buy it? Um. I don't... Something
0: must have made out of all the ones you could have picked, something must have made you pick that one. Well, it's not me, because I
1: haven't read it. Well, to be fair, once again, we can blame fucking TikTok, to be honest, because it's been one of those. <laughs> on, on, on my algorithm, it's nothing but, like, fourth thing. The when's... Fourth thing, fourth thing, fourth thing. When is the next one coming out, which has just come out? And... Yeah. I was I was online like it was like I'm not paid like in certain places they were charging like twenty quid a pop for them. I was like no nah, yeah. it's not happening I uh, just so happened to be on Amazon and at the time they were doing both of them for a tenner each mm, so it was a bargain it, hunt. it was about it was an accidental bargain hunt and it was like right do you know what? if I'm gonna do it everyone's raving about now's it now's the time now's the time but it's going cheap so stuff it so I got them both there ready to go. Um, I was going to start the first one, but I, can't, I got distracted for whatever reason. And then I ended up doing um, Take My yeah. Hand instead. But I have, I have asked Santa for a book light, which will help me read in the dark, because my lighting is terrible in this room at night. So I am now yeah. going to put the phone down. I'm not playing app games till I fall yes! asleep. And I'm going to yes. do my damnedest to try and read a map-based fantasy novel that has dragons yes. and shit. Yes.
0: Oh, that's got to be an episode in its own right, hasn't it? I'm going to have to read it now. Tell me when you're going to start in it, and I'm going to have to read it just so I can talk to you about it. Because if you are being good enough and brave and bold enough to come out of your comfort zone, the least I can do is give you someone to talk to about oh,
1: it. Oh, my reading buddy. Now, back to The Real Housewives.
0: Uh... <laughs> yeah, I did say to you that there's a limit. Didn't <laughs> you know, hide the bodies, okay. Drive drive you to move six hours, okay. Which
1: she has done.
0: Yeah, which was a 12 hour turnaround. Do yeah, you know? Yep, yeah, okay, yeah. darling, I'll do it for you, not a problem. Desperate half wire, no, no. No, I wouldn't do so that you,
1: to I anyone. You found the limit. I did. Down the limit. It, only, it only took nearly forty fucking years, but I did it.
0: Yeah, and, and, and it, it's 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 not bodies. It's it's not time. It's not effort. It's it, it's desperate housewives.
1: <laughs> but you know, if it makes you happy, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I need. Sometimes I just need that brain deadness just to feel better about myself. So that's all that is, anyway. So yes, I have. Dipped my toe into the map-based fantasy world genre. Yes. yes. Come on, 2024, Excellent. don't let me down.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Ser- seriously, when you start it, let me know, because I'm, I'm not going to get it until you start it, because I am slightly concerned that you're not going to start it. You're just going to put it <laughs> on your bookshelf and think it looks pretty.
1: It does look pretty, so, though. <laughs> <all that time. laughs>
0: so once 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 you've read at least two or three chapters let me know and I, I will get a copy and i will read it with you but i'm not doing it until you've started it and demonstrated a commitment
1: fair enough i no i will i will commit to five chapters deep before i let you know cuz i know you'll catch up really quick anyway
0: Oh, I'm I'm I read really slow now. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the lesbian flu that I'm recovering from. <laughs> if it's just where I'm so tired By the way, for anyone who doesn't know, lesbian flu is way worse than man flu. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Um. <laughs>
1: so, much get... See, <laughs> um <laughs> so much less. Longer too. See, look. Um. So much less. Get. So yeah. No.
0: Yeah, so just, just let let me know. Um, and and then I'll once you've started it, and then I'll I'll get a copy and I'll start it. But I'm not starting it before.
1: Fair enough. That sounds like a deal. Oh, you guys have so cool. much to look forward to. Is she gonna bitch and moan all the way through it, or?
0: <laughs> and we've still got to do that Star Trek episode because you promised me.
1: Oh no, I got out of that. What did how did I, get, I got out of that for some? How did I get out of that? No, no. you
0: you, I you, you did. got out of reading. Oh Harry damn, Comfort that was it. <laughs> by watching Star Trek, <laughs> which Jeez. episode of my choice? So it's that, or you go back to Karen Comfort. Oh fuck!
1: <laughs>
0: so really, you're looking at a thirty-hour audiobook, or you're looking at an hour and a half double episode.
1: Double episode. The nerve!
0: <laughs> oh, I picked strategically. I know you
1: did. <laughs> oh, you were you. So were.
0: speaking of TV, <laughs> yeah. What's your TV recommendation of the year? Oh gosh! If you say Desperate Housewives, I'm going to reach through this screen and
1: strangle you. If, if you keep calling it Desperate Housewives, I'm going to reach you. It's Real Housewives. How dare you? <laughs> I'm not even calling it the right So swing. rude. <laughs> there is a thing called Desperate Housewives, though, isn't there? Yeah, that was <laughs> that's that was a TV show in like the the in the early aughts or something. That was like a a dramedy. For God's sake. No, this is you're messing with the Bravo universe. They have conventions for this shit. They will come for you. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is Bravo then God. I humbly apologize and yes.
0: gracefully withdraw.
1: Trust me, there are a lot of pilled up drunk 40, 50-year-old women that will come for your ass. And not in the no, fun I've, way. I've polit- <laughs> I've apologized and gracefully withdrawn. You have just opened yourself up to the karens. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>
0: I'm tired just thinking about
1: it. <laughs> oh my god. Right, I just had to wet my whistle then. Ooh, the the tea. Ooh, the tea. Um Let's see TV recommendations for this year caught me off guard. There, I wasn't expecting that one.
0: Shall I go? Shall I go? Yeah, you
1: go. You go first. Let me have a ponder.
0: Okay, so there is a documentary series on Netflix called Unknown. Okay. Um, and I know where your mind went. Your mind went to aliens. That's not what it's about. It's (laughs) each one's a different. It did, didn't it? Yeah, she's nodding (laughs) on the screen. It's 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 not not that there's anything wrong with that. And I am partial to an alien documentary, (laughs) but that's not what this is about. They it's about um, like the uh, Egyptians. um, There's some others, but the one that I watched, and I am going to watch others, but the one that I watched was called Cave of Bones, and they found these bones um, that predate and don't fit in with any of the human link chain evolution process Ooh. Um, yeah and they they found it and although they, they're saying oh, there was one bit in it where they said their brains were probably about the size of uh, I think it was a peach or an apple but they were saying what makes us human because they had burial rights so they found evidence of fire they found specific burial rights they found artwork but this, this set of bones they've done everything by like a ridiculous amount of thousands of years before we thought there was bones and fire and stuff like that mm. um, and they they'd never heard of them before anyway that was very cool cave of bones if you want to get your nerd on um, series wise if you haven't watched it you should check out chambers on Netflix which has got Uma Thurman in it uh, and that's about a uh, it's very cool this basically a girl has a heart transplant Uma Thurman is the donor's mum and they kind of embrace her into the family, but it's very dark and twisty. And there's all this cult shit going on. Um, and there's some undertones of Lilith in it. Oh, which, you know, hello. Like Lilith. Hello. So, recommend recommend that if you're looking for a slow burn. Um, Cabinet of Curiosities was really oh, good. Don't know if you checked yes, that out. Yes, Yeah. That was very
1: good. There was some good, good ones in
0: that. Like a modern... Um, Alfred Hitchcock, After Hours, Tales of the Unexpected, Mm. very, very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, You've also got, movie-wise, the film that I've been most impressed with, and this will surprise you, um, was, so you know with my films, it's a bit like my books and my taste in music, it's kind of all over the place and doesn't fit in one bucket. Yeah. Um, There's something called The Desperate Hour with Naomi Watts. And majority of this film is just her running in a forest. So she's a yes. mum. She goes out for a run, um, and she gets a phone call, and then she's in the middle of nowhere, and there's a school shooting going on. And I'm, I'm, t- the stuff that's happening, it's up and down, all over the place, and she, she's basically trapped. She can't, there's traffic. She can't get an Uber. She's trying to run to the other side of the forest because that's the only place the Uber can reach her to get to school. She's also trying to do her own investigation and hack, get someone to hack records to find out who a shooter is. It was really, really good. And halfway through this film, I actually, I was watching my mum, I actually stopped. I looked at my mum and I went, I'm actually feeling really fucking anxious. My mum went, yes, how am I? You got so engrossed in the story and her levels of anxiety. Definitely recommend that. Um, And lastly, but not least of all, is I have to say, I was a little bit late to the party, but I do have to say, The Fall of the House of Usher.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes.
0: I thought it was going to be a shit tootty rip-off. I thought it's just going to be a bit of a slasher. They're just gonna exploit it. No, no,
1: no, no. I'm so glad you oh. went with it because you, you I remember you were like, Is it worth it though? And I was like, Oh, we burned through it so quick, you have to watch it, you really do. It's so good. I, I did it in a day. And I, I and I said on the sofa. I said, I know exactly. The scene that you are going to message me about, <laughs> and what was the one word you sent me? Shoes. I can't remember. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was heels. It was. It was heels, wasn't it? And then I said to Andy, "Ah." Oh. Fucking knew it, oh, didn't I? I even sent you? you a picture of it, yeah. didn't I? And I, I, showed him the picture. I said, "Did I not say that's the scene?" He said, "Oh my God, <laughs> you do know each other too well."
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, in, they're in one of the. It's, is it the last episode? The yeah, yeah, episode? yeah. Um, and the the Raven um is, is sitting in front of, of the fireplace. It's like, yeah, I'll make a deal. I'm ready to make a deal. Where do I make a deal? <laughs>
1: I say you the goddamn one <laughs>
0: But it, that aside, shoes aside, <laughs> um, it, <laughs> it was really, really good. And I loved all the really, uh, well, they weren't even subtle. I'll say subtle, but they weren't even subtle nods to Poe. You know? Oh, yeah. The Red Mask, Tao Tao Heart. It was so cleverly done. I, I, Yeah, I, I thought it was wicked. I've recommended it to everybody who will listen.
1: Yeah, it, I think of all of those Mike Flanagans, I think that's probably my favorite, then followed mm. by the first one. Mm. Um, is that that's the house on haunted, Hill, whatever. Haunted. Yeah, Hill. that one. Um, yeah, but that oh, that that follow the House of Usher was amazing. It, it was, I watched the first one, and I was like, yeah, no,
0: that's it, I'm in now. You know, I got to the end of the first one I was like I oh, know I'm in I'm going to pause I'm going to make a cup of tea I'm going to get a blanket and some chocolate and I'm in that's it I'm here for the day
1: <laughs> it was I think the the standout episode for me and watch getting to watch it with someone at the same time and to experience it was the bit at the animal research centre that, that ending oh, that's so clever I mean it was like Jaws I don't don't want to spoil it for anyone who's not seen it you need to definitely watch it no you can't put it, but it... But that yeah, scene, same... when,
0: when she lifts the phone up, I was like,
1: oh, oh, I... <laughs> yeah, we were
0: like staring at each other. Did that just happen? <laughs> <coughs> There's lots of little bits like that in there, wow. isn't it? Yep, no, yeah. a, that was a, a big one for me. But I will just hastily drop in if anybody hasn't watched it yet. Um, and I didn't mention it because it was feels like a lifetime ago. But everybody needs to pull their finger out and watch the Sandman.
1: Oh, Yes.
0: Just a little side drop. But yes, no, House of Us, Do it. Do
1: it. Do it. Do it. I uh, just and uh, just a little just a little thing to cheer you uh, give you a smile, Michelle. They have been filming season two of Sandban. Yay! Yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they've been Oh, it, I just want it to do so well. Well, um I know it was during the riot strike, but obviously that that didn't affect work that was based in the UK at the time yes. yep. so I know yep. around that time they were filming down in Dorset I think near Durdaldor I'm not sure
0: yes because there's a the, they they were they were on the beaches down there weren't they
1: yeah so yeah the filming is underway we are for sure getting our second season
0: oh that's absolutely totally and utterly Fabulous, and I, I can't wait because they were all absolutely fantastic.
1: What I would say is, if you can't actually wait for the next series, and you have Audible um, or are looking to get it, you they have audio versions of the Sandman. They've there's three different series now of that. Mm-hmm. James McAvoy is the voice of Dream. Um, yeah, Ooh. it's it's an excellent cast. Ooh. It's very well done. Um, I just love the first series because I I just love those be- um those beginning books and it kind of I think yes. it's about two what I think it's the first two one and a half or two I think is is the first season and then obviously it follows on so they they're up to their third one now already so I would definitely recommend if you if you can't wait for the show, for the show um, go and I'll listen to those out. definitely. Um, i mean i i'm
0: hoping that it does so well that they then do the standalone of of death you know like they they did oh, do don't. that with the the books didn't they there's two two or three which are just for death yeah um and I, yeah, that would be yes please, <laughs> please. And, and i want to see delirium
1: um so no she's my favorite i'm so scared don't ruin her <laughs>
0: No, but come on with their track record. I was really worried about death. I was really worried about the Sandman. And I was really worried about Desire. And even Lucifer, I was a little bit like But I mean, come on. Each one of those
1: is amazing. I think the the only one I think they went a little too soft on is uh, Despair
0: although i do wonder if that's cuz she hasn't been given a chance to take hold she wasn't in it a great deal
1: yeah i just when you think of when you see the imagery of despair mm, versus what yeah. they offered it, she, it we'll, we'll give it a go like i said it was only one scene wasn't it i think she was in
0: and I, yeah i mean what are you going to get from the the it, yeah and i think in that scene as well that you're referring to I think that Desire, which was, uh, was played by uh, Mason Alexander-Park, I think. Mm. I mean, come on. Every scene that Desire was in, I Nummy. was like, oh, my God. Yeah, but
1: hello. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. Have, show me your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you you were marking yeah. yourself out this episode. <laughs> <The shoe fetishes. laughs> It, you know they I thought that they were absolutely
0: stellar. I mean Lucifer with that whole like I think you described it best. All that BDSM latex with cherub curls. It was perfect, <laughs> it absolutely was. perfect. And the vibe from from death. Um, I can't remember her name. No, but she I was know, she Kirby was Kirby Hal
1: Baptiste, I think. That
0: yeah. yeah gorgeous
1: absolutely brilliant because you have such Um, an image of of who death is and what she looks like and and for this actress to come in and just kind of breathe a whole new life into that character but not taking away anything from the character whatsoever
0: her energy was just everything that you hoped it would be the tone of voice, the body language, and I, I, I was so so impressed. And Death, as you know, is my favourite character. Oh out God, of the lot. yeah,
1: that's one not to um, mess with. With you,
0: yeah. I, I was I was a little bit like, please do it right, please do yeah. it right. And again, it was another one where I was like, I, I don't know if I'm gonna risk it here. I, well, it's another one where you start and you just think, think, fuck, I did, and yeah, I'm I'm in, I'm all
1: in. Oh, that two-hander episode between them. Oh, I mean it was perfection wasn't it it was absolutely amazing
0: yeah no I, perfect absolutely and he played as, as really well as well because I'd seen interviews um I can't remember his name the guy who plays uh, dream sandman mm. basically um and in his interviews he's a very different look and a very different body language yeah. and I think how he plays Dream is perfect, and that's a testament to actually he can act.
1: Oh God, yeah, definitely. I mean, he looks just like you imagined he would look. Yeah, just
0: yeah, and that whole vibe again—that whole disinterested,
1: disdained, that
0: energy. Oh, woo! You could shoot <laughs> getting all hot and that. Oh there.
1: my! <laughs>
0: um, but we've just totally taken a sidestep and just made this all about Sandman. So anyway, <laughs> darling, what was what was your what was your picks?
1: One second. Well, you've actually mentioned quite a lot of them that I probably would have said, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in two into the ring yep. that have just come to mind. Um, these are British-based uh, dramas. One was uh, on ITV. You're probably able to find them on BritBox or BBC America in the states. Either of these two, I'm not quite sure mm-hmm. if you're in over there. But this was an ITV one, and it was called um, The Long Shadow. Did you see that one? I didn't one? watch it. Saw the, saw the trailers, but didn't watch it. So it is the um, a dramatic account of the Yorkshire Ripper murders, but it is from the perspective of the victims and the families and not to, you know, glorify oh, yeah. the character of him. Yeah. And it was done with uh, a lot of input from the families also. Um, they were involved quite so a bit. cool. Yeah. And I remember seeing an interview with one of the um, relatives saying that they were so thankful that now that um, their mother is now seen as this human being, as a mother, and not just yeah. one of the victims victim. of this yeah. monster. Um, it is very well handled, very well done. Um, extremely eye-opening, um, very upsetting in how the entire case was handled or mishandled. Poorly. Yeah, yeah, very poorly. Um, and the, pers- you know, the uh, prospects, perspectives of women yep. as victims, and and what they, you know, who qualifies as a victim. Or who was just, you know... Yeah,
0: well, he got away with it for so long because he knew exactly what he was doing by by targeting working girls.
1: Yeah, and to be honest, it they, they figure like, not all of them were working girls. Some, they just no. assumed. Like, there's one character in yeah. particular, she was literally just going home, but because she was walking in that area, you know... They assumed she was. Yeah, yeah. and kept telling her that she was, and you know, and then, like, kind of disregarding, and she'd been the only one to actually get... Uh, a look at the guy and her her statement was just disregarded and it was just it's oh that sounds cool oh it's really good stellar casting an absolute must especially if you're a true crime buff but it's it's more of a human element to it rather than just talking about this guy screw him this is about the people and how it affects them um and the other one and I, i think you've watched this it's a brilliant one from the BBC, and it's the woman in the wall. Yes, and
0: and Sinead O'Connor gave them that song. It was an unreleased Sinead O'Connor song before she died. She gave them permission to use it. Yeah, that at the, at the end, amazing, absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah, it's it's a another fantastic one. It's based on true events again. I'm Ruth Wilson. Can't go wrong with Ruth Wilson. No, you can't at all. Um, uh, The story is based on the the true telling of the Magdalene homes in Ireland where um, unwed young women who found themselves pregnant Mm. were sent by their families or by church leaders to pretty much hide their shame, have their babies. And they were severely mistreated by... Yeah. The, uh, the babies were either sold to families throughout Ireland or abroad, or mm. they were euthanized and yeah. uh, buried on the grounds, none of which was to the knowledge of the mothers. Um, mm. They were very badly mistreated. They were abused physically, emotionally, in some cases, sexually as well by members of the yeah. clergy um yeah it was like they, they were shown no kindness by the by the nuns
0: and everybody turned a blind eye
1: and this even when was still happening the last magdalene school didn't close i think it was until 1993. how fucking terrifying is that yeah so this has been a big massive national scandal that's come out in recent years in the press in ireland mm. um yeah No, everyone knew about them, but everyone's, you know, clutching the pearls and fanning the shock. But uh, nobody wanted to know the reality of them. That was the thing. They were too frightened
0: of the church. They were too frightened. That's an example where there was too much power and influence given to
1: to a religious body. It should be about balance, and it wasn't. Exactly. The church should not be able to influence how laws of the land uh, are put forward. Um, So, this is the story of one of those uh, women, and Mm. actually there's a group of them involved as well, and I don't want to spoil anything about it, because it's probably one of the best things I've watched in a good few years. It has such a crazy mix of dark humour, yes, truly horrifying reality drama um it's it was so incredibly well done the acting is beyond par i mean you really feel for this character like throughout
0: but again it's 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 ruth wilson you you know she you can't go wrong
1: she i mean she blew my socks off in this she really did but uh yeah it's but I I love it, it's it is very Irish with those those bits of humour that that came out of nowhere, oh, yeah. but you needed them you needed them yeah. at times yeah um but yeah no definitely give it a try uh, so that's the woman in the cool. wall so yeah those are my two TV ones outside of what Ooh. you've already said. Mo- yep. Movies. I don't know. I'm still reeling from the fact that I haven't got to see Godzilla Minus One because I was too ill to go. And <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, In this country, and particularly up here, they don't seem to think that we can appreciate a Japanese subtitled two-hour monster movie because the screen times are (laughs) ridiculous, and I doubt it will still be there after one week of being released. So I probably won't get to see it. I know. Not enough respect. How dare they? It's
0: (laughs) It's just not on, is it? It's just not on, I tell you. Um...
1: I honestly can't think of any other standout. There, there must be some good movies I've seen for crying out loud. I just can't think of any at the moment. I'm going to kick myself no. after we've done this. <laughs> well, I don't think we've done bad.
0: But, you know, we've do, we're have we clocking up some time between us. We've made some, at least, like, six podcast recommendations. Oh, my but, gosh. Um, We've got quite a few double Chrome recommendations, you know, where we've both said, yeah, thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think it's a bad way to end the year, considering that we're so fucking ill. So I don't think anybody appreciates just how fucking ill the pair of us are. I'm on week three.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she is. God bless her. You, you 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 look like you've
0: just dragged your your corpse out of bed. I thought I was having a good day. Damn. <laughs> and you know the people we've cut out all the coughing. All <laughs> snot blowing. Well, as much as we
1: can. I'm mainlining honey and water as I go. <laughs> yeah, you know, I
0: don't think. I think we. I think we did good under the circumstances. I think we did good, and I, I think that we've made some good recommendations. And now's the opportunity to say to everybody, Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah. Have a happy fucking New Year, and we hope that you will come and join us again in the New Year.
1: Yes, we can't wait to speak to you all again. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy yourselves. Don't feel any pressure from anyone because you don't need to make it about you. God damn it. (laughs) And
0: just to finish on a quote that fits nicely with what Annette's just said, in the words of Oscar Wilde, the only way to rid yourself of temptation is to yield to it.
1: Woo! (laughs) Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you soon.